It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top Realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Let's go over some headlines in the news, Angie. Got a couple of uh, big ones to go over with you right now. First one, just got a little question from this article that I saw about a massive homebuyer mistake. So this wasn't one of those lists. This was just kind of highlighting one particular problem. And they say that a big homebuyer mistake is trying to time the market. And I'm curious, just do you have any stories of people trying to do this, trying to time the market? Did it work out well for them? Did, did something go wrong? <laughs> What's your opinion of, of timing the market? Is it like the stock market where you're not supposed to really do it? Or Yeah, think? I think every time it has gone wrong, and I've I've seen it both on the buyer and the seller side, it's, it's impossible to time the market. You know, I know personally, we've gotten really lucky with some investment properties that we've purchased where we not even trying to time the market just we got lucky with the time that we bought the home and all of a sudden the market just went through the roof. You know, it just appreciated like crazy. But then I bought another one where now we're actually reselling it and we're actually losing money. So it's it's tough to time the market. But we have seen situations, especially last year, where, you know, a buyer, they were really, really struggling with paying above list price. But that was the market that we were in. And majority of the homes were multiple offers and you had to go above list price in order to win that home. It was almost a I don't know if it was an ego situation or just not understanding the market and not wanting to listen, but we've had actually several buyers who got into a situation where they lost out on one home because they wouldn't go above list price, lost out on the next home, wouldn't go above list price, and finally they realized, well, shoot, I need to listen and go above list price, but by that time, the first home that they you know, made an offer on, that same home had already appreciated significantly, right? So now by the time they're making an offer on a third home, that third home, if we would have offered on like that same or similar home just months ago, it would have been way, way less. Does that make sense? Because yeah. every time we had multiple offers is driving the prices up within each neighborhood. And so the longer that you wait, the home prices were naturally going up. So the exact same home, you compare it to apples to apples, well, no longer you can compare it to apples to apples. It was apples to oranges because that same home is now a lot more expensive. And also we were seeing that on the seller side. Um, we have many sellers who are just trying to catch it at the peak of the market. And then all of a sudden overnight, it seemed like it shifted. Now we are still seeing appreciation, but it's not as significant as if they would have listed their home in the past, like maybe in 2022, because those multiple offers were driving this just crazy sales price. So all their home might be worth 500,000, we would have some random buyer come in and pay 100,000 above. Well, you're not seeing that in the market. You're not getting lucky like that in the market that we're in now. So yeah, don't try to time the market. It, it typically goes south. <laughs> the other thing with timing the market that can be kind of difficult to wrap your brain around is all the other factors that go into it, right? Like uh, I just think of the mortgage rate. So you, you might time the market perfectly for oh, buying, yeah. but then if mortgage rates Same are thing. all of a sudden double what they were when you could have bought sooner... 
yeah, the the dollar amount of the home may be different, uh, but yep. cool, you might be paying a whole lot more in interest. And so did you really time the market at that point? And that's, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Even if the prices didn't go up, you know, all of a sudden, like you said, the mortgage, you know, your mortgage is so much more expensive, even with a point or two points, you know, jump. So, you know, none of us can time any of that. Um, yeah. It is what it is. And it can change overnight. Yeah, you could almost say, oh, I, I bought at the wrong time when the market was at its peak. But if that's when rates were also still at like 3%, then you actually probably made out pretty well compared if you bought today and got the house for a lot less, but <laughs> have a lot higher mortgage rates. So yep, yep. if that's part of your story, that might be uh, another reason why trying to time the market, especially when it's this volatile, is a little bit of a fool's errand, perhaps. So some good perspective on that, Angie. Thanks for filling us in there. Yeah. Uh, I came across another article recently. Uh, this was about new construction myths. And so it, it, they, they listed several in this article. I want to just run through it with you and just kind of talk about some of these. We don't have to spend a ton of time on each individual one, but just kind of pop through each one at a time if that works for you. Um, so because lots of people have questions about new construction, how it compares to maybe buying traditional homes. There's a myth that new construction homes are more expensive. Do you think that's typically the case? You know, I actually wouldn't think that that would be a myth. Um, typically, okay. that is correct. Um, so if you are buying a brand new construction, typically the price point, it will be higher. Of course, the seller drives the price. So you could have a resale home that a seller feels like their home is worth a lot more than what it is. But yes, typically, newer the home, the more expensive it would be. Just like larger the home, the more expensive it typically would be. So I actually don't think that's a myth. Um, I yeah. would say yes, typically new construction homes are more expensive. Yeah, when you're, when you're comparing probably apples to apples. You're comparing apples sense. to apples, you're, right, you're, exactly. You're paying a premium yeah. for you know, 100%. New, new home. So yeah, interesting. We disagree with the first one right off the bat. All right, how about this one? Uh, a construction myth is that you'll wait a long time to move in. How about that? Yeah. Um, you know, it's really dependent on the builder, the size of the home, the availability of construction materials. Also, when are you jumping into the transaction? Are we already at framing? Are we already at cabinets? Or do we still need to wait to break ground and pull permits? So depending on, you know, when you go under contract, what builder you're working with, the size of the home, that will really be dependent upon then the the time or those, your timeline is dependent upon those features. So I've seen people with new construction, a home's been built as quick as three months. I've seen it take a year and a half. So there's a lot of factors that go into play there. Yeah. We, we jumped into our new construction home at the very end of the process. So we got right. to move in real fast. <laughs> right. Pretty much the same time it probably took you to get your financing. You yeah. know, it's yeah, it's exactly. pretty much ready. So maybe 30 days or so. But yeah. we, we've heard so really some depends. stories from the neighbors who have been in the process the entire time about how long it took to actually get to the finish line. So different, different journey for uh, depending on where you enter that process. That's a great point. All right. Uh, how about, is this a new construction myth? It's harder to finance a new home. I would say that's a myth. Um, uh, that is a myth indeed. Um, but the only time that it's not a myth is if the builder is not the one obtaining the financing. So maybe the builder is requiring for you to personally get the construction loan. Uh, so the construction to perm loan, that can be a little bit tougher. Not all lenders first of all, handle that type of financing. There's, of course, like a different, a little bit different of a process with construction to perm. Um, but for the most part, you know, it's no different in getting financing for a brand new construction if the seller or the builder is the one who took on the cost, carrying costs for building the property. Okay, very good. That's great to know. I imagine if you were going to do a custom build, would that be more difficult? That's, yeah, but again, it, it really, it depends on is the builder, 
handling the financing of, you know, the financing of the construction materials and getting it to the closing table, or is that put on you as the buyer? So if it's on you as the buyer, yes, it can be a little bit more difficult to get the financing. Okay, very good. All right, very good. How about this new construction myth that they lose their value faster than pre-existing properties? No, that's, I would say that's definitely a myth. Um, We're not not talking like used cars that... uh, (laughs) <laughs> no, right. You drive it off a lot and there goes your money. No, a home is not the same. You know, as far as like, hopefully your home's always appreciating, depending on the area you're in, you could continuously see appreciation. Sure, some areas might see some depreciation. Um, that could also be a factor of who's owning around you. Let's say, for example, in your neighborhood, all of the sudden we have many homeowners who uh, their home goes into foreclosure. Well, that could then depreciate your home. But yeah, there's no difference in a brand new construction versus resale as far as the rate of appreciation or depreciation. Very good. And number, well, I don't know what number we're on, but here's another myth for you, Angie. Uh, you can't ex- inspect a new home. It's, it's brand oh, new. There's nothing broken. You can't inspect it. Oh, gosh. I, I personally have a story there. Um, okay. Our current home, brand new construction, we moved in three years ago. I, we always, always, always strongly suggest getting inspections done. Thank goodness we did. Inspector gets up there um, and notices on the roof, there is a huge hole in our roof. And when I shared this information with our builder, who is just amazing shell construction, shout out to you. He actually lives in our neighborhood as well. He was like, wait, no way. Like almost just like in shock. Like, what are you talking about? And when I say a big hole, it was like the size of a softball hole just in our roof. So could you imagine if we didn't get a home inspection completed, the amount of rain that would have been going into our home, probably starting off in the attic, eventually coming into, you know, our, our ceiling, whether it be our living room or kitchen. And then to find out that issue, I mean, you've just really like hurt the home. So strongly, strongly, strongly suggest always getting inspections. Yes, you can inspect a new home. I would strongly inspect, uh, suggest a home inspection. Um, pest termite, really, that's not needed though. The reason being is builders are required to get a termite bond, at least here in North Carolina, required to get a bond that will last for the first year. So they're guaranteeing there's no termite. So I would say a pest inspection is a waste of money, um, but I would strongly also suggest getting a radon inspection. Radon is a naturally occurring gas that comes up in rocky areas is very prevalent in the triangle. And if captured in the home and above certain ratings, the kind of standard EPA rating is like a 4.0 picocuries per liter. If it's above that limit, they say is super hazardous to the health. It's actually the second leading cause of lung cancer. So super dangerous. And so with a radon inspection, though, on average, they cost about $150, well worth it for your health. But you need to get that done before you go to closing, because if it's after closing, the builder's not going to do anything about it. If before closing, you know, builders, typically they have it where either they put in a mitigation system or they give monies in lieu of putting in the mitigation system, which eventually needs to be installed. Great things to point out there, Angie. So definitely be aware of some of those nuances of a new construction home and uh, the inspections. Yes, you can still do those. Don't go into it uh, thinking that you can't. Uh, If you have any questions for Angie as we go through the show today or after today's program, you can reach out by calling or texting her at 919-538-6477. That's 919-538-6477. Another myth about a new construction home. Let's see if you agree with this one, Angie. They lack character. Oh, I don't think that's true. Um, you know, I think everyone has their, I would say that's a myth, <laughs> but I, 
I think everyone has their own style. So yes, you know, if you're comparing a brand new construction to maybe an older historic home, if you label the word, I guess, character, you know, um, against like an older historic home, yeah, maybe that one has more character to it. But there are so many beautiful different homes out there, different styles, whether they be new construction or resale. So I, I think that's a myth. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, character can sometimes even be a negative word when you're talking about a home, right? Like, oh, this home has a lot of character, could cover up <laughs> certain certain deficiencies in a home. Other times, sure. it's a legit, you know, nice comment about a home. Like, it's just uh, one of those sort of nebulous things. So, I don't know. I think our, our we bought a new construction home. I think it's got a lot of cool character to it. So, yeah, yeah. You know, character is what you make it in the home, I think. Your design choices are very limited. Is that a construction, a new construction myth? You know, I wouldn't say that that's a myth. It could go either or. That's a 50-50. Reason being, depending on the builder that you're building with, um, some are very black and white. You can choose option A package or option B. And that would be more of your kind of like traditional builders, national builders, I would say. Um, And then you have like semi-custom where they, hey, allow you to move this, move that, change up this, change that. And then you have your really custom, custom builders where you are picking out everything from this light fixture that door handle. And sometimes that can be a little overwhelming for some people because there's a lot of choices and decisions you have to make. So um, it really depends on the builder that you're working with that will determine um, your design choices and, you know, if you're limited or if you have free reign to do what you want. But remember, when you have free reign to do what you want, there's a price ticket that comes with it. Um, That's the common feedback we typically get when it comes to building new construction, especially custom built. You know, there's a base price. There's allowances there that are given by the builder. But we always see people go way over budget. It's so so easy to fall in love with the yeah. pretty, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that, gonna, there's I'm a price tag this on box, it. Check this box. Oh, oh you yes. want this upgrade? Yeah, sure. Okay. okay yeah, you're well, like, oh, it's only $10, but you say that then, you know, 50 times. So it starts to add up. Right, right. Exactly. Or, or, or you do it to an item that then there's, you know, 30 or 40 of like doorknobs or something like that. Like, oh, yeah, exactly. I, I want those nicer doorknobs. All right, well, that's quickly. a $6,000 upgrade. What? <laughs> yep, yep, exactly. Put the cheap ones on there. Get the get the, the cheapest Home Depot contractor pack. Where's that contractor pack? Yeah. Throw those on there. Yep. So that's a good one. All right. Uh, got two more here. New construction myths. Uh, they're often poor quality homes. No, no. I mean, again, that goes, there could be a home that was built, you know, 10 years ago, 50 years ago, one year ago, and it could be poorly built or built wonderfully. It really depends yeah. on the quality of the construction and the builder who built the home. Yeah, that's an easy one to dismiss. All right, uh, last one uh, here. You don't need an agent to purchase new construction. Do you need an agent? No. Would it be smart to have an agent? Yes. Um, So remember when you are building a new construction home, typically there might be a model home. There's an on-site agent. That agent represents the seller. They are not looking out for you and your best interest as a buyer. And there is so many just nuances that go into building a home and just things you don't even think about, especially because you're kind of caught up in the moment or you just never been through that process before. So it's a great idea to have an agent to help you just to you know, add additional information, maybe question a decision you're about to make or give you some feedback, give you some advice. Um, Anytime when I was actively still in the process and working on the buy side, I couldn't tell you how many times people would say, wow, I'm glad you're here. Wow, I'm glad you're here. Just little things people don't think about like, hey, with a 
you know, a lot of homes, they only put one electrical outlet in the garage. Well, let's start to think, how do you use your garage? Do you need more than one electrical outlet? Will you put a freezer in there? Do you have power tools? So just things that don't come to mind because you're just looking at the big picture. That's why you have an agent there. And remember, you know, it is, of course, typical here in North Carolina that the agent's compensation is being paid by the seller or by the builder. So you're not going to get a deal because you don't use an agent. Um, Just the builder is pocketing more money. So yes, most definitely have an agent. I would say that's a myth that you do not need an agent to purchase a new construction home. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.